Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the moment you've waited for. This is the greatest show on ESSR Extra, if not the entire goddamn planet. This is Saturday Draft Live, and this is Season 5. Yes! <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, enthusiasm. I am your... when your main host, Scott McLeod. Now... We need to address the elephant or the goat that is not in the room. This is the first episode of this show without our daily departed David Campbell. He is gone but not forgotten. Uh, and I know it's going to be hard for us to move on without him, but I think, given this is season five, I found the right words to say inspire us to move on. It's from Pop Sensation 5. you got to get on up when you're down. <laughs> look around. I know it's not much, but it's okay. We'll keep moving on anyway. And that, I think, is truly inspiring. The important, you don't even know it. <laughs> <laughs> Only Beautiful. Scott could ruin a classic. Yeah. Well, you made it better, mate. You made it better. Don't listen to him, man. Scott, fucking release it yourself, mate. What a brutal start to this show that somebody says a five song is a classic. <laughs> I mean, they're in sync, but they're all right. <laughs> Five, they're not much, but they will make you get down. Nice. Moving on. Nice. Speaking of not being much, for this week only until we have our, our regular co-host, the person standing in helping me get something on with stats and noting down everybody's team, he's basically my unpaid intern for the week. He's been practicing social distancing for some time now, not through his own choice, because no one's associated with him because he's ginger. It is Stephen Wilson. <laughs> Scott. Scott, I'm sure I used that intro on you like uh, four weeks ago, so don't do a hawk name, get some original pattern. To be fair, mate, Scott actually ginger, so it probably didn't work as very well. <laughs> I, think I, said, I think I said his just because he was ugly. Oh, the silence. Moving on, let's get reacquainted with our draft contestants, shall we? Not since Mufasa was thrown into the pit of wildebeest has someone fallen so far as this man did last season. Coming in as a season three winner and having one of the favourites of the entire season, he might finish the season in seventh place as David Hoffman. All I'm going to say is, screw COVID, screw Super Showdown, and screw these like empty arenas wherein there was no atmosphere. That's all I'm going to say about that. Hopefully someone would screw you, David. Oh, wow. Well, you know what? I think... uh, you know how the aforementioned goal refers. That's plenty. You, you've waited too long. Moving <laughs> on. And uh, the person who heard so eloquently that is our next uh, contestant. He is, to look ahead to the draft order when we're picking our teams, he is number, he is in third, which is a position he's used to recently. As Well, he's usually second in our mother's eyes. He's moved into third as we've been dog sitting this week. It's Ross McLeod. Yes, yes, the dog is now my mother's favourite, which means first and second place are both pitches. <laughs> <laughs> Almost to your most a big fan of dogging, mate. 
Nice. Since we've introduced Ross, I think it's time we go on to his Raw Report co-host. He is the poultry pumpkin. Peace and jam eating. <laughs> Toilet roll hoarded. Ersa representing Stephen Bastard himself. It's Jack Green. I wish I had bloody toilet roll to hoard me. I've got none in the house. Is that because you keep keep you up in them? I just, I just, I just lob them out the window and I don't see them again. Uh, you've, got, you've got a couple of fit taps here you can use, mate. Just use them. <laughs> Very good. Wow. Very good. Uh, now, I'll try to... No void the season already. <laughs> I'm not happy that the next man is here. As I simply said, he is on the band list. Apparently, there's some loophole where everybody has to be here to make their selections. So, don't get used to seeing him here as Daniel Campbell. What a lovely welcome. <laughs> nah, I'm kidding. On. No one said that ever. This next contestant is also on the band list, but he's mainly here because he's always a favourite of David Campbell. So, I'm thinking it's what the GOAT would have wanted. The leader of Team Viscera is Gary Cannon. Oh, hello, boys. Uh, are we going to have a moment's silence and memory of the GOAT? I was thinking oh, yeah. applause. <laughs> <laughs> Clap for Campbell. God, he's not an NHS worker, David. God's sake. <laughs> I be, he was uh, a key worker to ESSR. <laughs> Stop comparing people to key workers. <laughs> yeah, well, WWE are key workers now, so that, if that comments come back to Dave, bite you Dave, just stop while you're ahead. <laughs> now, this man had the first pick in the draft last season. His confidence in the bravado was clear. But we all saw last season that this big dog was all bark and no bite. Your chance to prove me wrong, it's Alan McLucas. <laughs> Well, that's what happens. You let somebody from Ayrshire lead your team. It doesn't go well. I've learned from my mistakes. I'm back for number one. We'll see about that. Now, not only is David Campbell, unfortunately, not with us this season, but Stacey Smith is taking this season out. She will be back for season six to reclaim her rightful place at number 10. But the movie <laughs> this season, the first of which I'll introduce now, He'll have plenty to keep up with uh, WWE for the next couple months as the usual indies and Japanese wrestling and all the market stuff that he usually keeps up with will be uh, taking a break over the next few months as Grant McRobbie. I'm here to go and make a statement. I'm going to absolutely wipe the floor with you. Special you, Wilson. <laughs> Dream oh, on. Fuck, it's statement o'clock again. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm not meant to draft one right now. And last, and in some cases least, I am uh, not going to read out the intro that Ross suggested. <laughs> yeah, of what it sounded like it rhymed with it plastered, lean and plastered. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you've had four seasons of absolute dross with these guys here. Listen, all I'm going to say is this season season five of the ESSR draft it's going to be absolutely glorious now that you're all has arrived and with all our <laughs> introduced and reacquainted we'll move on to the rules in case you've not really kept up with the draft until now this is we have each person has six picks in their team one tag team and three male wrestlers and two female or two female there are three female and two male wrestlers and you can make a captain for in each team 
But uh, Stephen, there's a, a big rule change made for season five. Something big is going to be happening mid-season, if you want to explain that to our listeners. Yes, so this is a long season. It is due to end at SummerSlam, so this is probably it's a four-month season. And also we have that annoying thing known as coronavirus, which is a bit of a spanner into the works of wrestling in general. So in the middle of June, we'll be having a one-week transfer window where no uh, points will be stopped, no points will be able to be won that week. It's just a week of the guys can be able to either swap uh, their players with each other or they can take players out of their team and bring in the guys from out with the actual draft is picked today. Uh, obviously, if you have to do that, you'll incur a penalty, but we'll talk more about how the points, penalties for that will start later in the season. But yeah, we're going to be having a transfer window in the middle of June very for good. one week. It'll be very interesting. I can't wait to see how that unfolds. And as I said, there's a particular order in which people will be making their picks. And I'll read out the order just so everyone is aware. We'll first pick is Grant McRobbie. It will then be myself. It will then be Aurel Ross. Alan Lucas will be fourth. Fifth is Jack. Number six is Stephen Wilson. Seventh is Gary Kernan. David Cotton will pick number eight. Ninth, Daniel Umbo and Ryan. Since you're the new guy, you have to start at the bottom and hopefully stay there. Is your picking team? You, you want your heat kicked in, mate? <laughs> <laughs> Makes me claim. <laughs> but as we've seen in previous seasons, the order in which you pick does not guarantee success in the draft as David Hockney and Alan Lucas fifth, finished 5th fifth and 7th respectively, being the first two to pick, whereas myself and Stephen Wilson finished in the top three, I me winning last season, 8th and ninth. So, really, luck plays a big factor in this, I think. No well, it's good we'll get analysis there. Fair play, Stephen. Yeah, yeah, thanks for tuning in there, lads. <laughs> yes. It does not mean an absolute thing to be near the top. You know, uh, Hockney other than Rhea Ripley did absolutely bugger all last year. Hey, uh, get boss. Braun Strowman won the Universal title. I'd say that's finishing on a high. Yes, but he still uh-huh. only got 17 Please. points for the season. Yeah, I, I blame Ricochet as well for getting squashed by Lesnar and then moving all the way down to obscurity. Yes. Well, that, it, yeah, Ricochet, Hockney how dare you? And the, only you. one of the Usos competed at WrestleMania as well. I mean, what the hell is up with that? Like, I, I got shafted since Super Showdown. Ah, get over it. And that's the way we like it. <laughs> <laughs> With all, all that way, I think it's best to quote Jeff Hardy's iconic theme song when I say the time has come and gone for words and it is now time to make our selections. Let's get ready to draft, people. <laughs> there was much rejoice, apparently. So, as I said, he's got number one pick. So, we are starting with tag teams, as is the, the norm for this draft. So, starting us out, Grant McRobbie, your first pick. Who is your tag team? My first pick is going to be Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss. Whoa. Bold. Bold. Very interesting. The women's tag team champions, the first pick of the entire season. David Campbell's favourite pick in Alexa Bliss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think he picked up every season near enough. I mean, <laughs> Jack, you had the then Women's Tag Champions, the Kabuki Warriors, as your tag team last season. I mean, it was very risky to have the Women's Tag Champs as your tag team. I mean, yeah, I know, because obviously, like, for most of the 
last season. It was Asuka just wrestling herself and saying just wasn't there. But it seems that uh, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross have actually been doing like tag team work together. And even if it's a singles match, they're both at the ring. So we might stand a good chance actually getting some points from the women's tag champs. Yeah, imagine that, an actual tag team doing tag team wrestling together. I mean, what a bizarre world. It's, it's an absolute shambles. What a concept. <laughs> I know. Now, I am second, so I will pick my tag team next. And I'm going for the best tag team of the 21st century. I pick the Usos. Ooh. Didn't see that. Remember. The Usos are always a quality team to go for. They, they haven't been fair so well in the first couple of seasons. They did well in season three, kind of. I think this is the season where the Usos finally reclaim tag team gold. Yeah, didn't they do too well for Hockney last year? Though? They only got them 18 and a half points. Yeah, I was banking on them to win the tag team titles uh, by WrestleMania, so, but unfortunately it wasn't to be. So, I mean, I wish them, uh, I wish them well for you, Scott. And let's hope they screw you over in the end. <laughs> <laughs> well, moving swiftly on, Ross, you're up next. Who is your tag team? I'm going to retain the team I picked last season. I'm going to go for the Street Profits again. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good raw pick. Good raw pick. Yep. Good raw Solid. Team champions. <laughs> I, think, I think the, the Street Profits have really come into their own recently, so Ross, I really think that is a smart decision on your part. Yeah. to maintain them as your tag team. Now, Leon, Big Dog, or the so-called Big Dog, you're up next. Who is your tag team? I'll be going for the most dominant team in WWE and the next Raw Tag Team Champions, the Viking Raiders. You prick! Go <laughs> 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 your place. been stolen so far in this See... See, normally I would feel bad for someone having their pick stole, but I believe it was the season David uh, David Hockney won the draft. He picked before me, and about three picks in a row, he picked who I was going to pick. So, Alan, that is a fantastic pick, and Hockney, get it right fucking up you. <laughs> <laughs> I think the one that's most disappointed is, one that's most disappointed is probably Gary. Gary picks him quite a lot, although they got bugger all points last year. <laughs> They were on my winning team as well last time. I was hoping to uh, recruit them for a comeback. Oh, well, you all thought done. Nice. But this will be very interesting in the months or so to come because I feel like Ross's team and Alan's team will be coming to lighting very soon for the Raw Tag title, so that'll be a very interesting indeed. Mm. Jack, you're up next. Your tag team, if you please. My tag team. I think we'll go... We'll weave... The Kabuki Warriors, obviously they're, they're no longer, they're dead in the water. So how about I go for MCMIZ and Johnny Drip Drip? Hey, hey, ho, ho, Miz and Morrison. Very interesting. I, they did me a lot of good last season after I stole them from under David Campbell. Uh, I don't have a feeling, I have a feeling they'll not be SmackDown Tag Chats for much longer, which is why I've not went with them this season, but hey, you know. You never know, Jack. I wish you the best of luck. Ah, you're some boy. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you uh, get one I move to my co-host for this episode, Stephen Wilson. You're up. Yep. So from one man who's described by many on this podcast as the biggest puncher in this <laughs> podcast, I pick one man who is the biggest puncher probably in WWE at the moment, and he's good pal, 
たけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけたけた Featured in season two, they got 27 points for Allen, I believe, which was a solid number for a tag team at that point.、Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're usually like a, a low picked tag team, like, like for people lower down the draft order.、Uh, I think with the likes, obviously, Otis's storyline at the minute, and the fact that half the tag teams get fired last week, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think obviously that's the reason to hire up the card now. Tag teams were a nightmare to try and think for this season. We'll be、You're、lucky、not. to get 10 tag teams out of this. Aye, how do you think we feel about this? We're stuck at the bottom. We've <laughs> actually spent like, a good bit of work earlier just writing out a full list. Just like, what are actually teams still active in WWE? I have a list. Anywhere. <laughs> what actually are? <laughs> You're forgetting AEW, your tag team lads. And I've got a list of 18 here. <laughs> <laughs> so, next person to choose their tag team. As we said in WWE terms, I think the picture, the sort of picture, is starting to get taken up. So, Gary, who are you picking? Everyone, clap your hands. The first draft pick for Team Viscera are the New Day. New Day. I think that was a safe pick. Yeah, yeah, very safe. They were. They did well for me in season three. At least Stacey had them last season. Always a favourite in the draft. Yeah, but. They only got eight and a half points last year. They're the worst tag team picked last year. Ooh. So, you know, hopefully, they could, things can only go up from here for, for Gary. Now, Foxy,、um, you clearly got your tag team stolen from you, so let's take、yep. plan B. Yes. <laughs> let's,、uh, let's go to plan B, or more specifically, let's go for plan YB. My pick is the Young Bucks. Ooh. Ooh, that's a risky one. That's a dangerous one. Supposed to the Wednesday Night Wars AEW pick. Very nice. Well, I'm just thinking, you know, they're executive vice, vice presidents of AEW. They, all, they tend to get heavily featured on AEW programming. And, you know, there's all, you know, Matt Jackson's obviously been off with family stuff, but, you know, I'm expecting them to come back over the, few, the next few months and hopefully some heavy features and hopefully an AEW tag team title win. Can、yeah. I ask a question? Tell、mm-hmm. me. The rumours are AEW have only recorded to the end of next month. Is that a gamble you're taking? Yeah, but you know, you, sometimes you have to take gambles here, and you know, sometimes you just got to rely on your instincts. And you know, because I've been playing it safe quite a lot these last few seasons, <laughs> I might as well just go with my heart on this one. All right, then. Only two people left、uh, to make their picks. Daniel Campbell, your tag team, if you please. I'm trying to actually think of a team now. <laughs> <laughs> at least eight people in front of you to think of a tag team. <laughs> Even still, I'm just like, who the fuck are actually a tag team here?、Uh, tag team are two people who wrestle. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Scott. You're welcome.、Uh, <clears throat> in your own time. I get the feeling this is just going to fall flat in my face, so I will. Uh, since they're one of the few tag teams active right now, I am going to go for a gamble on、uh, Team Fishing Rod themselves, Bobby Fish and Roderick Strong. Ooh, 
Yes, Daniel. You're getting on the fishing rod bandwagon here. Uh, Roderick Strong and Bobby Fish are the tight for Daniel Campbell. And you say it's good. You know, there is always the transfer window if you want to get a new team. So, you know. yeah, my only concern with this is obviously, uh, I believe there's travel issues for Kyle O'Reilly. Mm-hmm. So whether or not he's able to make it to NXT for any recordings, that might jeopardize my little plan with him. But if it's strong and fresh for now, I'll take it. He's also, uh, Kyle O'Reilly's also diabetic, so he might be considered uh, more at risk health-wise. Mm-hmm. True, yeah. Yeah, that is actually that's a good point, David. And so for the final pick of the Titans round, uh, Ryan Geller. Yes, yeah, so looking through the list there, um, I've actually put down what I've got 12 teams on this and one that I thought somebody was maybe going to sneak sneak in and take and it's a gamble of a team it's the brand new Malcolm Bivens team from NXT Indus Share Ooh, that's a good pick mm-hmm. yeah. solid interesting they were my third choice I don't know <laughs> if I've spelled their name right on the sheet but bugger it <laughs> oh Aye. So, we have everybody's tag team picked. Now, this is where things start to get really serious. They to move into the singles picks, and we go back to the start with Kermit Robbie. You have the very first singles pick. Who are you going? The very first singles pick for me. I think we're all probably going to see this one coming. Drew McIntyre. Mm-hmm. You swine! Drew McIntyre. Al, you <laughs> slated him earlier on. No, I didn't slate him. That's true. I said that's late. He's wrapped in cotton wool. Didn't appear for two months. <laughs> he still scored a pretty solid 43, but not as much as the 62 he got for Hockney the year before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, including my captain's points. Yep. Title points. Yep, that's including all your points. I mean, he so. can't do any worse than season two when I fucking had him. <laughs> 11 and a half he got that season. 11 and a half. <laughs> <laughs> well... There go, there's me scoring out a potential pick there now that Grant's gone there. But you know what? If he didn't go for someone like Drew out of the gate, you'd probably be surprised. So mm-hmm. I'm uh, going to also pick a champion for my first pick. And I am determined this season to make you all bow down as I pick the Queen, mm-hmm. Charlotte Flair. Yeah, this way. Saw that coming. <laughs> you did that just to make David Campbell happy. Don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. The dream has no memory of that. Uh, team Nat Queen Cole's falling apart here. They're all going elsewhere. They fell apart a long time ago, Dave, don't worry. <laughs> so, Ross, two big single picks already. Who are you going with? Yeah, me and you discussed earlier on, you said you wanted Charlotte Flair or Drew McIntyre, and I went, whatever one you pick, I'll pick the other one. <laughs> and you know, total fucking belly. I thought you were going to pick... You know, Mr. Hipster and I mean AEW maybe go for a bit of Dean Ambrose, but no. Um Take that you beast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna play it safe. I'm gonna go Alistair Black. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the best male pick uh last season, I think the best singles pick overall in Best pick of best pick of all time, best season we've ever had in the draft. Eighty four points he got. Bad. There you go. Yeah, it's definitely a big thing in his future, and also the consistency of appearance points for Alistair Black is a big thing. So, fair news to Ross for that. Alan, who are you going with? 
I'm going to go for my all-time favourite wrestler, The Fiend, Bray Wyatt. Ooh. I thought you were going to say Brock Lesnar there. I thought you were going to say <laughs> The Rock. He's <laughs> yeah. not going to pick The Rock. Brave <laughs> the tone. Yeah, Bray Wyatt. Very interesting choice because he is re-entering a feud for the Universal Championship soon, so some big championship points could be in store for Alan in the weeks to come. So, yep. Jack, your first singles pick. Uh, well, I've about three... Three of the four things I've been drafted, I've, I was wanting to take. So I think I'll just go for my next one, potentially scupper up the rest. Is I'm going to take Shayna Baszler. Mm. Oh, nice. Yeah. Someone who did well for me for most of last season before she fell up the last bust up Nardone. I think I've, I've picked her quite a lot throughout the last few seasons. So I'll let you have that one, Jack. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. Well, I'll look after her well, don't worry. I'm sure you will. So, Stephen, who is your first single pick? Because it sounded like you were not happy about me picking Charlotte. No, I was not happy about picking Charlotte, but she was one of two I wanted to pick, and thankfully the other one's not been picked, so I'm going to go with someone who was a, both a favourite of the GOAT household and formerly a favourite of the Kernan household. I'm picking the SmackDown Women's Champion, Bailey. I am bastard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're scum. You're scum. You're horrible. You're filth. was a is a good pick. I believe she. I think was she the highest female pick last season. She was yeah. the highest female pick last season, and she's the highest scoring draft pick ever combined for the total seasons. A smart choice for your first pick, then. So, move on, Gary Kernan. Who is your pick? This one might be a bit of a punt, but I think this person is going to be the next SmackDown Women's Champion. I'm going to pick Sasha Banks. Wow. Ooh, first round. Well, Sasha Banks is next. Uh, I thought you were going to say Tamina after. He's <laughs> <laughs> next. <laughs> what I think quite interesting is I think a lot of... It seems to be a lot of male wrestlers are people's first round picks, but we've got a good mix of male and female picks for people's first rounds. Cam- Campbell always said, like, the difference between male and female, there's a very limited amount of top female picks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. Uh, David Hockney, you're up. Yeah, well, I'm out of time here, and I was going to say goodbye, but then I started dreaming broken dreams. Actually, no, it wasn't Broken Dreams. It was my first round pick, and I'm going to be very bold with this one, The Velveteen Dream. Oh. Damn you, Interesting. He was on my... You'd forget about it. So you were yeah. talking about Broken. I thought, are you going to go with Broken Matt? I thought, like, that would yeah. be a first round pick. No, I, thought uh, pick, I thought he was going to say Drew. The, I, was like, hoping, no. <laughs> I was hoping by this point, you know, Velveteen Dream would become NXT champion, but I think it's still in the works. And, you know, maybe they're just stretching out a bit just to get through this time of uncertainty. But I do believe Velveteen Dream, who has still been heavily featured on NXT lately, he's in line for uh, megastardom mega on NXT, and he could, he could deliver surprisingly well. He's previously only been picked in round four and round five, so it's a much earlier pick for the Dream. Mm. But I think the, the possibility of him being an NXT champion is it looks that the Legion is what's brought him further up the table, as David was saying. Mm-hmm. But 
we go on to Daniel Campbell. Who are you picking for your first round? You know, all I've been hearing this last wee while is about this stupid person. All I've been hearing is everyone going like, oh, but I'm Carol Baskin. I'm doing this stuff. Well, you know what, Carol Baskin? You can bask in the glory of my pick, Keith Lee. Mm-hmm. I thought you were going to pick Joe Exotic for a minute now. That, was, that would be bold. <laughs> He's in round two. <laughs> yeah, Daniel, you had Keith Lee uh, last season. I don't think you picked him as early as this. And I had him in season three. So I think the last few seasons, Keith Lee has been a strong pick. He, he has been a top five scorer in the last two seasons. All right. Well, there you go. And we finished the first round by coming to Ryan. Who have you got? Right, so a few of my choices have been taken, so I don't have any of my top picks that I wanted to go for anymore. But what I'm going to do is throw a wee spanner in the works for my top pick. I'm going to pick the EST of WWE, Bianca Belair. Ooh. Hopefully she does more for you than she did for me. Yeah, we slated Alan last year because Alan picked her second, but Ryan's picked her first. Yep, picked her first. I'm confident that she's going to go up to Raw and she's going to dominate. She's been on Raw like well, was the two times after WrestleMania has happened, but she's been there every time, so could be a good point scale. One thing she's not dominated is the draft in previous times. Six points in season one and eight points last year. So, Ryan, it was a good pick from you because... I don't envy your position being number 10 and having to see other people take picks you probably wanted, but I think given Bianca Blair was put up to Raw as early as she was, I think that is possibly a good sign. See, I'm going with this. Um, I do a lot of NFL fantasy drafting, um, and I always pick the top guys, and they always fall flat on their face. So I'm going with a different approach to this. I'm not going to look at the... I've got a few names here that I want to pick for that I know nobody's going to pick. To put in my team, I could either sort at the top or I could flop. It's going to go either, either way, no middle ground. I'm going to win it or I'm going to finish last. But either way, I'm still top shag on this whole division. So it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep telling yourself that. <laughs> anyway, we talked about shagger. We'll move on to the absolute opposite. Grant, we're back to you. <laughs> hey, hey, Scott, that's a better comeback than your brother usually comes up with. So I'll give you that one. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> so for my next pick um, If I'm getting the rules I'm going, to, I'm going to change gender for this one This is a risky one probably But I'm going to go for Rhea Ripley Oh, That's fine Ooh. That's Rhea bold Ripley. Very so, bold With the report of visa issues And other things So we don't know when we'll see her back again but... She herself said she was still in America Mm-hmm yeah, so that's why I said reports. I wasn't stating if it was true or not, but no, she did. She did okay for. Well, she did very well for David Totney last season, even though she kind of fell short at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was very, very solid. Uh, Forty-eight points, still enough to be six last year. So, yeah, she sticked at the same position last year as she was last season. No, no, he picked, no he picked her, David picked her first last year, so she still yeah. picked early, but. Yeah, in that epic moment where you all believed I was going to pick Adam Cole and I pulled out the, the probably the biggest swerve in draft history. I, guess I would describe that moment as being epic. You, you sound like Vince McMahon when he reviews the higher power. You all bought it. <laughs> uh, 
Can a moment be epic if you finish seven out of ten? <laughs> it was epic. It looked like it was going to be epic, and then it just floundered. <laughs> hey, I was doing pretty well for the first half, and then obviously Super Showdown happened, and then you know, as with all these glorified house shows, they just ruin everything. To be fair, Ross, you can tell us you're usually finishing seventh, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm usually finishing too early to be honest with you. <laughs> For my second pick, I'm going over to AEW. A bold pick, but given the current landscape, if things don't go away, I think I think a championship is in this man's future. I'm choosing one of AEW's newest signings, Lance Archer. You son of a bitch, you swine! That's a bold pick. Will be the first ever TNT Championship. It looks like they're basically setting up for Hadman Cody in the fight with Jake I can't believe the former Lance Hoyt has been picked in the second round of the draft. You're <laughs> <laughs> an actual dauber, by the way. So, Ross, you're up next. So, I will not be picking Lance Hoyt's former tag team partner, Kurt Hawkins. I'm not that old. Um, I'm going to go for a safe pick in the women's division. Someone who will guarantee points and very rarely pick up a loss. I'm going to pick Zelina Vega. Fuck you, son of a bitch. You bitch! Zelina Vega? Appearance points. Appearance points every week. points, definitely, yeah. Like, did you see, see how often she was on Raw this week? Yeah. She, was, she, was, she was on, what, three or four segments this week? Yep. She was with Andrade in the start. She was Andrade in the main event. She's in commentary during this. Really praying you want to go and notice that, Ross. Really praying you want to go and notice that. <laughs> I was That's actually going to pick Bianca Belair for the, the sort of husband and wife thing with the Street Profits. Now, just looked and seen Alistair Black and just thought, actually, his wife could be a good pick. <laughs> <laughs> Think uh, get, get up, you Bianca Bell Bobag. You missed the opportunity to say Bianca Bell Ed. That mind's better, mate. Leave the jokes to the professionals. So, Alan, we'll move on to you. Who is your second round pick? Well, Ross did pick my next pick there, Selena Vega. So, quite a tough decision. I'm actually swaying between three and two of them at AEW, but I think I'm going to, I'm going to play it safe. I don't expect this one to be champion by the time SummerSlam comes, but I'm going to take Becky Lynch because she'll guarantee points and she'll appear every week. That's a safe bet. It's a very safe bet. She's, yeah, had, very safe. She, she's scored in the 40s for every season so far. Uh, 40, 45, 40, 40 and a half, 41 and a half, and 45. Yeah, I don't think she'll be champion, but she'll be on every week. 12 matches. Yeah, I mean, she might not be champion. I think whoever wins playing at Bank will cash in successfully on Becky. But, you know, even if the she isn't the champion, there's a chance she'll be in a rematch for the title. So, appearance points is always guaranteed with Becky. Yeah, that's my thinking. Yeah, and David Campbell and myself would always trust the importance of appearance points throughout the season, especially now that the season's stretching all the way to SummerSlam. So, Jack, you're up next. Your second round pick, please. See, I feel like I'm stuck between a rock and a hard place because I know when I take this person I'm going to lose someone I want to take in the next round probably very soon but it'd be the same if the shoot was if the foot was in the other shoe so I'm going to go with it and take Mandy Rose Ooh. Ooh. Wait, did you just say the shoe was in like, the shoe was in the other 
What? The shoe was on the other foot, yeah. Aye, uh, did they fucked it? He <laughs> fucked it, right? I was, I was hoping it'd be ignored, but you you brought it up, Grant. Thank you, thanks, thanks for ruining everything. Thanks, <laughs> man. Okay. Uh, Andrew Rose, she's not been the biggest points getter. I think I had her in season two. David Campbell had her last season. That maybe she'll be featured more prominently now. He's with Otis and took him out with heavy machinery. Yeah, she got 22 points last year, but that's pretty much due to Campbell putting her as captain for the, for the run to WrestleMania. Uh, previous oh, other seasons, she did not fare so well. Mm-hmm. All right, so Stephen, your second round pick. Yes, so for my tag teams, I picked a man with such sexual magnetism in Otis. I'm going to pick a man who has sexual magnetism in a different sort of way. Rock I'm going to pick. <laughs> no, not quite. But a man that Ross kind of seems to sculpt his look after. It's the United States champion from Raw. It's Andrade. No, you swine! Who was oh, buying the table there? That was that was me. <laughs> 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 Unity was something, mate. On the left, ridiculous. Oh, it's the most banging that's went on in Hawkins' apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for once it doesn't end with crying <laughs> the, night, the night is young Day 4 Hockney's trying it sideways <laughs> Hope yeah, the table didn't budge mm-hmm. Yeah I'm very happy with that pick Especially because of Hockney's reactions <laughs> oh. Like we need to say much farther Than acknowledging Hockney's reactions So we'll, we'll move on He is the United States champion uh, Gary, your pick, please. Oh, I am going to... My next choice is somebody who has big balls, and we know he has big balls because we've seen photographs, and <laughs> we, spoke about, we spoke about these glorious balls on the WrestleMania review show. Right, Gallagher. This is a bit of a... Uh, bit of a risk because he's probably going to be Lying down to a big Scotsman. Oh, yeah, that's this sounds like Ryan Gallagher, actually. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're lying down to a big Scotsman soon, but I think he'll score so many points and be featured highly in the run up to SummerSlam. I'm going to pick Seth Rollins. Ooh. Seth Rollins, who we thought, along with Ben Lynch, was taking time off after him. It looks like he's sticking around given the current circumstances and will be going to a feud with Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship. Now, we've talked before on this podcast that Seth has usually been a, a very good pick, especially in the first couple of seasons when he was Universal Champion. So hopefully he has some success here, even though he does look like he's going to be laying down for Drew as his first successful defence. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you look at the average scores across the season, he's the top scorer in terms of average. So uh, last year, Alan scuppered the draft by picking on my buddy Murphy. So... <laughs> And ruined everything, Alan. You're welcome. <laughs> Speaking of ruining everything, what, wonderfully, <laughs> wonderful. Anyway, Hockney, who's your pick? Even now that we know you can't pick Andrade. Yeah, well, I've been scuppered so far, like every step of the way, like. It's almost like this draft is kind of an, an immovable object for me at this stage. So I think the only way to counter an immovable object is with an irresistible force. My second round pick is Nia Jax. Ooh. 
Just a, she is not like most draft picks. <laughs> I don't think we've ever picked Nia Jax. No, she's been injured since we've done the draft. Yeah, so she's been injured for a full year, but oh, now she's come back. She's dominating. She's in the Money in the Bank ladder match. You know, may not necessarily win it, but I think with consistent appearances and continued dominance, we could get appearance and wins pretty straightforward. Just like she's in for big things upon her return, so as much as far as a first season for Nia Jax, this could be an interesting one. So, move on now to Daniel Campbell. Who is your second round pick? Well, admittedly, this person has mostly been relegated to a cameo role lately. But I get the feeling that once they're back properly on TV, you can get some good things because the next pick is... Oh... Adam Cole, baby! After you, after social distancing is done, you're getting booted in the bus for that. (laughs) (laughs) That's my fucking eardrums, man. And it's not me that said it for once. So, Daniel has picked three of the four members of Undisputed Era so far. I didn't, uh, I thought Adam Gold, but in fact, he did okay for me in season four, was going to cost me at the end when he lost the title, but he held on to it. But uh, I had to question this pick from Daniel is if things are going the way we think, I believe you'll lose some points if Cole drops that NXT Championship. If he drops it, then obviously he drops it. There's not much I can do about it, but I get the feeling he's still going to be featured prominently. I get the feeling there's going to be a wee bit they can do more still with him and Velveteen if they want to carry it on any further. Maybe, and if they're doing things with all of them disputed air together, then that's points from your tag team and a singles pick, so I can, I can get your strategy in that sense. So, Ryan, you did pretty well despite being last to pick in the last round. Let's see if you can repeat that this time. Yes, so I'm quite happy. Like I said, that I've got some, some underground people here that I'm not expecting anybody else to pick. This one I did expect to get picked, though, so I'm going to take it just now. I'm going to cross over to AEW. I'm going to pick the creepiest guy going, Darby Allen is my Ooh. next pick. You dirty <laughs> Yes, big boy. Happy with that. Some there's some there's there's been some fresh picks in this round mm-hmm. so far that have never been picked before. Lance Archer, Zelina Vega, mm-hmm. and Nia Jackson, Darby Allen. Some bold picks so far. Yeah. Well, given that a quarter of the roster has just been laid off, you're not exactly spot for choice. <laughs> <laughs> they still have a massive roster. Brian's <laughs> making a good impression. He's first season. He's pissed people off in the last two rounds. <laughs> Mate, I piss, my, I piss people off every single day of my life. This is no different to any other time. <laughs> so, with that being said, we'll move on to round three. This is where, this is where people start to realise about how many people have been taken and you start circling roster for the best appearance points for the next couple of rounds so Grant who is your third round pick my third round pick I'm going down to NXT he just capped off a very very long feud I'm going with Mr Johnny Takeover Johnny Gargano mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for saying but still a strong pick nonetheless Johnny Gargano not a favourite of Ross McLeod <laughs> <laughs> no right album <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> just watch, and you see that you just watch him soar up the table I know, I know. Have fucking NXT champion at SummerSlam wasn't he mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. so we're going to stick with NXT for my next pick and it's another female pick I think now that uh, Mania has passed even though she didn't win the ladder match I'm hoping uh, big things are in store for her maybe she'll get a shot at the NXT Women's Championship 
I choose Lady Kane, Tegan Knox. Mm. Nice choice. I love her, but you can have her. <laughs> she, she, got, she got me a, a total of five points last year because she just kept losing. <laughs> that's, why I didn't, that's why I wasn't annoyed when you got her last season. I thought it's not her time yet. I think it may be her time very soon. All the time. I hope not. Grant, I'm joining Team Dakota. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> so, anyway, Ross, you're up next. Your third round pick. Alright, so the draft here, much like those nightclubs that Grant attends in secret, there's a lot of single guys still to pick. There's not a lot of women to pick. <laughs> an early, and I'm going to take Asuka. Ooh. Ah, damn it. I'll wear us next to you the password is C-Cucumber. <laughs> There's still a space available for you when you inevitably fuck things up. This is great banter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were talking about how last season Ashley was basically more of a single star. You know, had that future Becky Lynch, she was in the chamber, and now that she and Kyrie have uh, uh, dropped the title, some more singles pick work could be in store and checking the money in the back ladder match, so. We'll see how that works out for Ross. I've got a, a feeling that... Somebody's sh- watching you. Yeah, no, other than you, you creep. Um, <laughs> where would you go? I think Asuka's the outside bet. I don't know if they'll go straight up if Sheena won Money in the Bank. I think I was discussing with Jack on the Raw report. You know, she blew the Rumble. She blew it at WrestleMania. I'd like, me, I'd like to see her maybe lose the money in the bank and then just go mental and challenge Becky straight up and then just absolutely destroy her. Well, when she takes the title, we could have the a proper ask a shame that one-on-one singles match that we've been waiting for. Mm-hmm. So, you know, fancy booking aside, we'll move on to Alan and his third round pick. Right, well, I think I'm going to stick with the women because it's starting to dry up a bit here. There's not a lot of main names left and I'm going to go a bit left field here and I'm going to take a punt on Liv Morgan. (sighs) Morgan. Who had her last season again? Gary. Jack. 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 Gary Atlanta. Oh, yeah, that equally worked out well. So Jack can attest to how well Liv Morgan is as a draft pick. I mean, I think she, what, she only wrestled like WrestleMania, and that was a bit of something. She wrestled the first week, I think, against Lana, and then wrestled at WrestleMania. But she got 14 points, so. And she had a peer on a lot right now in telly, so I'm giving that a go. Yeah, it's a, a bold pick, I'll give you that. Uh, speaking of, uh, Jack, it's your third round pick. Uh, I'm going to pick someone that I'm, I'm a bit surprised myself that he's no main pick yet considering the hype that's been about him the past few weeks and considering he's had his uh, his name changed apparently for his WWE merch, I'm going to go with Karrion Cross. Mm. Oh, nice. You nice. twat. Cross. A nice <laughs> fucker. Looks like he's been with Maslow Champa, so... Uh. I spoke to um, former host David Campbell earlier on. He thought Ryan was going to pick him. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was. You bastard. Very similar to when, like I said, with Lance Archer being the new guy in AEW, 
across being a new guy in NXT, they're probably going to want to build him up strong before his first like proper feud. So the the points for appearance and for wins are going to be coming in the next few weeks. So I can definitely applaud Jack for his pick there. Now on a Stephen Wilson and his third round pick. Um, I'm gonna go. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go away. I'm gonna go left field. Actually, I was gonna pick something because he seems to be the one guy who's consistently wrestling week in week out on AAW at the moment. Uh, he's also won half of their tag team champions. I'm gonna go with Kenny Omega. Mm. Interesting. Mm. I had one week off lately. Interesting that it took until round three for Kenny Omega to be picked, and I don't see him and Hyman dropping the tag titles anytime soon. So it's interesting that nobody to take the punt on them as their tag team yeah I think he'll score I think he'll do well this year didn't do too well the last time he had him but uh, obviously he's on a hot streak at the moment so yeah fair enough uh, Gary uh, you're up next so for my next draft pick I'm going to go for Daniel Bryan ooh nice one didn't uh, come out with the IC title at WrestleMania. Mesos probably thought he would. And you know what? Have him. <laughs> he did very well for you last year, Daniel. He got 31 points. He let he me was... down at WrestleMania. He is <laughs> nothing to the Elik experience. But 31 put more points than most of my picks got for me last season. Mm, I was going to say that, yeah. Never know. Indeed. Uh, David Hockney, the Mm. uh, picks are starting to dry up very quickly. Who have you got? Yeah. So, I'm going to take another, I'm also going to take another bit of a a left field pick because this person has been getting quite a fair bit of attention and quite a good showing on one show in particular. And I know that they're still being featured on TV. And maybe fortunes could sway in terms of consistency and appearance. So I'm going to roll out the tank and I'm going to call in Shotzi Blackheart. Oh, that's a bold move. And I thought you were never going to get to the punchline there. <laughs> oh, I thought we were going to be here all night. Shotzi Blackheart, very, still relatively new to NXT, but. She, uh, but she's now doing some tag team stuff with Tegan Knox, so she's uh, finally getting an actual storyline for the first time in ages because mm-hmm. since she made her debut, so yeah, you know, that could pay off for David Hockney. Now, Daniel Campbell, we're on to you now. I'm going to take a punt on this one. The genius of the sky, Ayo Shirai. Ah, damn oh. you, man! Shirai, to be set to be the first challenger to Charlotte Flair and the NXT Championship. So, very interesting. It'll be myself versus Daniel Campbell. Mm. And uh, I like Io but I hope that she fails miserably in her attempts to capture the championship. I hope for Io to win. Of course you do. Uh, Ryan, we're on to you now. now. You've done very well the last couple of rounds. You've chosen some dark horse picks, so I'm, I'm very intrigued to see who you've got. I'm going to go for another dark horse pick. Um, a guy who came up short on NXT this week, but I reckon that's going to be his only loss in the Cruiserweight Championship Tournament. It's going to be Isaiah Swerve Scott. Ooh, 
That's pick, is a swerve. That is a swerve. <laughs> there's, there's so many picks that have not been have not been chosen. Yeah, no. Hey, shut up, so you don't remember, folks. I've forgotten, right? Yeah. <laughs> there's a few like obvious picks, and since then it's just been one dark horse after another. Yeah, it's been interesting. I do like worst chances in this cruiserweight title tournament. Uh, I know there are the two blocks. I think he's going to win his block. So, you know, some uh, appearance points and GB wins for Ryan Postley to come in the next few weeks. Now, it's in these last couple of rounds where things really started to get interesting, where people suddenly start remembering, oh, so-and-so's still available. And picking at somebody who thought, why didn't I pick him before? So, Grant, your fourth round pick. My fourth round pick, which I'm um, thank you, Wilson, for no choosing her. Um, you went against her last time and you paid the price. Told you. Uh, I'm going for my queen, Dakota Kai. Nice. <laughs> Nicely done. Good choice of pick. <laughs> yes, uh, she was on Ross's this team last season. You were hoping you are banking on it when that ladder match. <laughs> well, I mean, obviously I, I missed out. I was away uh, when the draft was done. I had to give my some of my picks the next day and Stephen mocked my pick of uh, Dakota Kai he <laughs> waited all day for fucking Dakota Kai and then two weeks later she leathered his pick Tegan Knox at uh, TakeOver to be fair I thought that uh, Tegan was going to win it so <laughs> I, I was eating humble pie that night <laughs> not for the first time no not for the first time and uh, it was Dakota Kai not winning the line match that allowed me to uh, Retained victory last season as if Ross Pig had won, if Dico had won, it would be me and Ross tied and we'd have to go to a tiebreaker. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I was very concerned when Ryan brought the Cruiserweight uh, title tournament as, well, I think Swerve won his but I believe, I believe this fan won his group and he's won to be the new interim champion. I'm picking Japan's foremost Back to the Future enthusiast, Yoshida. Oh, that's bold as well. I don't think he has, no. I think it's another first-time pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm liking. We're getting to first time here in this season. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, so I look forward to hopefully the final. I think if it goes the way I think it is, it probably will be Swerve. I think she does. They are probably the favourites in the 80s uh, right now. So... On a Ross, your fourth round, please. So, in season three, I went a bit raw heavy, uh, which I've done at this point here as well. Um, and it, made, it meant that during the week, <laughs> Monday, I looked as if I was you know, top of the table, and by Wednesday, I was sitting fifth. So, I'm going to head over to AEW Dynamite and I'm going to take Don't say AEW it. champion Dean Ambrose, John Moxley. <laughs> Who's Dean Ambrose? I don't know who that is. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Moxley. Full, I was in full bravado and forgot his name was now John Moxley. So I was like, <laughs> Dean Ambrose. Is that like Alan last year where he went, Drew Galloway? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's Drew Galloway, he baby. Still <laughs> really him, damn it. But I, I think, obviously, the only, Alan mentioned it earlier, the only recorded up to this draft we're going to SummerSlam I'm hoping with the way things are going things should be good by at least June, July and you know in the lead up to SummerSlam there's also the lead up to what could was it All Out All In, All Out 
shake it all about. It might be called this year. <laughs> so we'll pick up some big wins for us. Yeah, so he did come out successful in his interview uh, match against Jake Hager. So obviously him being the AEW champion will add a couple extra points, even if he's just an appearance on mm-hmm. Dynamite. Because as a champion, AEW the champions don't usually tend to wrestle as often. They are fixtures of TV. So, Alan, Ross mentioned you, and we're, we're on to your fourth round pick. Right, I'm going to take a, a danger punt here. Um, on, I'm going to AEW, considering the rumour is they're going to run out of material by the end of next month. But I'm going to take their president, Cody Rhodes. Oh, good choice. Very good choice. Solid, mm-hmm. solid. Very good choice. He was the best pick from Stacey's team last year. He got 36 points. Put you on a crash course with Ross and Lance Archer. Scott. Uh, Scott, Lance Archer. Scott, aye. Scott, look the same. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cody has been, I think he's probably been one of the best performing AEW picks. He's always the on the TV uh, from week to week, so I can't argue that pick from Alan. So, Jack, we move on to your pick now. Uh, during my time here, I've never set foot in the AEW waters, but I feel it's time to join. And I'm going to join with the exalted one, Brody Lee. Oh, oh you that's no. That's a good pick. Very good. He's going to tell me that my picks are good. I know it already. But we kind of did, and you be. That's the former. I don't think we ever picked Luke Harper when he was here. I think he was like, go oh, by that. Funny that. <laughs> I, would, I would like to voice my disapproval as the skinny Luke Harper. Thank you very much. <laughs> I will fucking get up. You end up, dude. In one of his last episodes, that people like Brody Lee being newer AW should probably be uh, top picks for people uh, this season. Obviously, not the highest rank he's in the second last round, but I still think that is a good pick from Jack. You know, he doesn't want me to tell him, but I'll fucking tell him anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, Stephen, moving on to you now. Yeah, I'm going to follow the pattern and go a bit left field with one of my picks, uh, purely based on a match that he has announced this coming Monday which seems to indicate they have some plans for him I'm going to go with Apollo Crews Fairly hot and he's not happy with it That's that's a good one He's, He's facing MVP who got released He's gonna win. <laughs> I know. I mean, Paul Cruz, to be fair, has been doing quite well in the week or so. He's been on Raw. He had that great match with Alistair Black. So it looks yeah. like they're finally having him like after being in the company for like four or five fucking years. Oh, we've been here before with Apollo Cruz. He's been. It's pure. He's it, it, He's facing MVP, which makes me think he's gonna win and go into the ladder match. So they might do something with him. But yeah, it's a, it's a left field one. But I, yeah. I'm gonna go Paul Cruz. <laughs> When you, when you start to call it a pattern, is it really going left field if you're starting to call it a pattern? But, so, Gary, we'll move on to you now. Like, this, is, this is where it's it interesting as we're about to go into the final round. We're getting to that point where the top female stars have been taken, so you're now looking at the sort of mid-cards, I think. And I am going to pick... Missy's wrestling. I'm going to go for Candice Lede. Good shout. Oh, she 
It'll be one of the best performers in previous seasons, but you never know. Yes, I picked her in season three. She got nine points, but with what happened on the recent NXT with her going back with Johnny, uh, I think she could have something going on recently. Yes, think. Hopefully a story of some description that goes somewhere, unlike Lana and last season's draft for me, which yeah, the story went true. absolutely nowhere. <laughs> it could be a novel concept of being involved in an actual storyline. So, David Tockney, we're coming to you next. Yes. And since the fact that that annoying ginger prick Stevie has taken Andrade from me in the round two... I'm going to do something similar and pick another annoying ginger prick. I am picking the Intercontinental Champion, Sami Zayn. And the crowd goes mute. <laughs> oh, yeah. You just can't kind of, kind of appreciate my pattern. To be fair, right? to be fair, I was between Sami and Apollo Crews, but I had some sort of feeling that Sami may have been stuck somewhere. I don't really know. Was he on oh. SmackDown last week? David. Uh, yeah. You could have you know, picked somebody like you, a balding bellend. How? He just like that ball fuck. <laughs> You're both for choice. Gary's right there. I <laughs> <laughs> mean, to be fair, when he said, uh, when he said annoying gingerbread, what the hell has he got against Seamus? <laughs> I thought he was on Seamus as well. I thought he was going to pick Seamus because I think Seamus is going to beat Sammy Zane. Maybe. <laughs> Uh, Daniel Campbell, we're on to you. Daniel, pick Seamus and annoy Stevie. Check <laughs> <if> you don't. <laughs> right, I'm going to take a punt on this. So this is going to be my last women's pick for the team. Uh, since I know she'll be a, you know, a, a regular presence for the most part, given what's going on, uh, I'll take a punt on Natalia. Natalia. Mm. Oh. That's the most pick ever. I know. <laughs> But she gets points. She gets She got thirty points the one season she was picked. That was me picked up. She doesn't get a lot of wins, but you know she's the ready salted of people. You know what I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's nice after you've had a few drinks, but I mean you don't want it when you're sober. <laughs> oh, that that is the best thing you have ever said. <laughs> I believe those are similar sentiments Tyson Kidd said to her on their wedding day. <laughs> Uh, Brian, we're on to you now as we finish the second last round. So, keeping in true underdog fashion here, um, I obviously went for was that two NXT folk. Um, Bianca Belair, technically NXT, she's only just moved up. And Darby Allen, I'm going to go for another NXT guy. Um, guy that showed up this week, very, very creepy. Can see him picking up a lot of wins and a lot of appearances. Going to go for the new debuting Dexter Loomis. Mm-hmm. I think he's actually appeared a couple of times before but he's just been forgotten about he's got a new very creepy look about him now so I like it plus he's got he's a always, cash he's always, been a, he's always been a creepy bastard who the fuck is that guy <laughs> Samuel Shaw used to be I'm a big fan of Tickle I like the idea he's given it because I, I was hoping he'd be featured more prominently before he got injured so uh, I'd actually be happy if he featured a lot in this season because I'm a big fan of his also smart pick from Ryan now. Now, this is where it's really getting tense now. We're in the final round. This is where when you cement your team as a strong team when you go out strong with your final pick. So Grant, we'll start with you for the final round. So my last pick is probably going to come across left field. I'm going with a sort of more 
women's heavy team. I'm skipping across the waters to AEW. And I'm going for the current number one ranked contender, Hikaru Shida. Mm. She's been picked before and didn't really, and our push kind of faulted at that point. So it's a risky one, but she, you know, if she gets pushed, you never know. She's won seven of her last eight matches. Yeah, that is that is more than any of the points she got in season three. She got four. Yeah, I think a lot of the AEW picks that didn't work out really. like the first time we played them. I think their AEW is maybe into a grow. I think a lot of these AEW picks are going to finally start kind of paying off now. Mm-hmm. So moving on to my final pick, I, I look at my team. I like I'm very the exception of Charlotte, who's technically still a Raw superstar, and the Usos are on SmackDown. I've got I'm very Wednesday night heavy, so I'm trying to look at either Raw or SmackDown for my final pick. And um, I think given how prominent he's been featured recently, I think as long as they're doing empty arena shows, he will still be a prominent feature. He's still got a long way to go in his career. I'm picking Selena Vegas when I say Selena Vegas clients, Austin Theory. That's a that's a good pick. He looks like he's going places and but he will lose on Monday to Alistair Black. <laughs> Oh, aye, he's getting pumped there. He's going to be absolutely battered. <laughs> well, on the positive side, you look at me. You look at if you could build a sports narrative from the ground up, Maggle, he would look like Austin Theory. Are you trying to suck up to Campbell? Because Campbell loves Austin Theory, and he said to pick up to pick Charlotte first. No, I like Austin Theory since he was in Evolve. So, nah, he's good. He, he, he looks like he's a, he looks like a good prospect. So, yeah, I, I, he was on my list to be fair. So, fair play. He does have Monday one bad week. You know, still a long season to go. So, tell me, you, Ross, for your final pick. So, I had a safe pick and a bold pick here. I honestly thought Grant or yourself would have picked this person. I'm going to leave him out and hopefully you all forget him and I can reveal him at the end. I'm going to go a bit bold and pick the recently debuted Timothy Thatcher. That's an interesting one because they could end up for him to go in here we feud with Dunn. Yeah, I'm thinking either he takes on Dunn like when he comes back and says, you know, I kept your tag title for you, blah, blah, blah. Or, you know, while Dunn's out of the country, a feud for Matt Riddle to go after. I actually forgot that he was actually signed by WWE, but See, I've only I've only went bold with my entire team because, you know what, I got last year, I got close, and then I've just gave up. You know what I mean? I'm just if I win, I win. I don't care this season. I'm just gone for it. I've got an idea. Safe one is, but I'll, I'll see what you say it as later. Right, go. All right. Uh, so moving on, Alan, your final pick for your team. Well, I've just been analysing my team here, and I realise I'm quite raw heavy and I need to be picking up points as many times a week as I can. Uh, looking at my team, I'm going to get points every day, but I realise I've nobody from NXT, so at the last minute I'm going to change my pick from originally who it was, and I'm going to take the man who's expected to be in a title shot by SummerSlam, Finn Balor. That was my safe pick. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh. a, a nice pick. Uh, he's... He's a, he's a solid performer the last two seasons, 34 and 16. And he'll get involved at TakeOver. Yeah, but that's in October. Mm-hmm. That's after the season's done. Yeah. If the UK TakeOver Dublin was still happening, I think that would be, he'd be an even better pick because he probably would have won the UK title. But 
he is teasing a thing with Velveteen Doom, so hopefully this is still a strong pick for Allen. Finn Balor is also a great wrestler, and he's, been, he's done a lot of good since he went back to NXT. I think he'll be in the t- one of the title pictures come SummerSlam time, so I think it's a good pick. Yeah, I think he'd be great in, like, as a challenger for the North American title, but you know, time will tell. Jack, let's see who you pick for your final pick. No pressure, you no, uh, obviously it's the last picks. So I don't really care who I'm, who I'm talking about because it doesn't really matter from a the foreseeable for me. So I'm either going to go with Matt Riddle or Kevin Owens, but I'm undeciding who I want. Well, you need to think uh, now because you know, we're on a bit of a clock here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> fucking fuck it, Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. Uh, He's not been there for a while, but. He's got to come back at some point, even though I've slayed him a bit in the Raw report, but he's too he's too big of a name to not have uh, in, in the team. Now see, Kevin Owens has been picked in round one for three of the four seasons. The only other time was in season one, he was picked five by David Campbell, and he was the second best performer of the season, and he won David Campbell the draft. Uh-huh. But he did do, like, yeah, he's finally had WrestleMania moment, which was their hyping up for ages. I would have thought he'd already been announced to be a qualifier for Money in the Bank, but you know, uh, I think he hopefully should be coming back to Rotherham and he should be a prominent fixture of that show. So, Stephen, we're on to you for your final pick. Yeah, I, I need to pick a, I need to pick a woman, you know. So, I've got like like Ross, I've got a safe bet and I've got a left field bet, and I'm going to go for my left field bet. Now, Jack picked the newcomer and carrying clock cross. Killer Cross, I can't pronounce his fucking name. Carrying Cross. <laughs> Carrying Cross. But he doesn't come alone. He brings a friend, a lady friend. Ooh. I'm going to pick Scarlett Bordeaux. Interesting. The woman that Liv Morgan needs to have modelled her, her new gear after. <laughs> yes. Nice. So if, nice. If, if, if Cross appears, she'll appear. So it's a it's a safe, it's a left field, but somebody will get appearance points every week on NXT. Yeah, I think much like uh, like Ross's thing with Selena Vega, it's all about the appearance points more than actual like wrestling. So yeah, I can't argue with that. Uh, now we've got the last few picks of the season. This is I'm getting really into it. <laughs> Gary, your final pick. So I'm going to pick a WWE legend, a multi-time champion, um, who looks like they're going to give a little bit of a push to in the renewed focus, I'm going to pick Jeff Hardy. Wonderful. <laughs> yeah, I would have thought either Hardy, someone would already have chosen the broken mat for AEW, but now actually Jeff is the one of the Hardy brothers that has been picked, and again, another one who's been outraged, so he hasn't been in previous seasons, and also if you believe the rumors, he was almost put in Braun Strowman's spot for the Universal title match, so... Mm-hmm. I can I can definitely see why Gary would uh, would make that pick as a bold one. Three people left to pick. David Hockney, mm-hmm. pick, please. Well, looking across the table, I have noticed that three out of four people in a certain stable have been chosen. So let's complete this full cir- this uh, full square, should I say? I was going to say full circle. And my final pick again, balls to the wall, and just be instinctive with it. My final pick is Angel Garza. I was going to take him to realise I was too raw heavy. 
when you said well, you four of a stable of impact, I thought, is he picking Kyle O'Reilly even though we just played? He can't come in for health reasons and travel. Yeah. Well, I could have gone for man or woman because I had two men and two women already. So I thought, let's uh, let's find someone who's, again, could probably gain up consistent appearances and hopefully plenty of wins. And I would be genuinely surprised, again, balls to the wall bet, that he and Austin Theory win the Raw Tag Team titles before SummerSlam. Yeah, I was going to say, going as much like Rollins and Murphy when they began a tag team last year, and I thought mm-hmm. it was old if someone picked Stevie and Garza as a, a tag team, but I think I went with a safe option on that one. Now, as we look at the last two, Daniel, you can pick either or, but Ryan has to pick a female for his last pick, but Daniel, we're going to you, so you can pick either a male or a female pick, given how you've got your sofa. <laughs> <laughs> my last pick is Elias nice. I like the way you did that it would have been brilliant if he just went my last pick is Baron Corbin <laughs> <laughs> I was Baron Corbin at one point I can, uh, tell, I can tell Daniel's been sitting there with an absolute pinger for about an hour and 20 minutes. Just <laughs> to crack that joke. That was literally a few minutes. I was just like, wait, hang on. I've got no one from SmackDown, right? I need to at least get someone there. So I just thought, screw it. I'll go for Elias. Uh, uh, I had Elias, I think, in season two or three. He did bugger off for me that season. I think he got injured. So, you know, good luck with that. Yeah, 14 points he got for you that season. So... Not only is this the final pick of the season, but this has to be a female pick for Ryan. And as we look there, it is very slim pickings in terms of the female side of the literary roster and kind of in a sense AEW as well. So, Ryan, who are you going with? So, being the the SmackDown correspondent, whenever I feel like it, on ESSR, I figured I've not got any SmackDown superstars involved in this. I've got, what's that, one, two, three NXT one Raw and one AEW, so I thought, well, I pick somebody from SmackDown, and then I thought, no, fuck that, I've got a better idea. So I'm <laughs> going to keep it Wednesday night, and I'm going to throw in a wee curveball. This one is not going to be a performer, but they're going to get appearance points probably every single week. Alan, you've already picked Cody Rhodes. I'm going to pick his missus, Brandy Rhodes. Mm. Fucking shout. I was going Brandy Rhodes. Interesting. Not do it. Exactly, who I would have thought you would have picked, but again, it's it does suit your. If you look at your team, Ryan, it suits the theme of your team with the uh, the very much the the bold picks. So always the bold picks for me. <laughs> uh, looking across at the uh, the landscape of the teams, some very interesting teams here. I want to remind everybody of the the season. It will start officially this Monday night with Raw and. We'll go all the way through until SummerSlam with the transfer window happening sometime mid-June. It's, it's interesting because we uh, two people who haven't been picked across the draft, one is the current Universal Champion in Braun Strowman and the other is one of the best point scorers in the whole draft history, but obviously I can understand why people didn't pick him in Roman Reigns. Yeah, I was actually going to go with Braun for possibly for my last week, but I thought if... Uh, Either you'll lose to Roman if he comes back, or Bray Wyatt will lose that Universal title very soon, and I don't want to take that risk in losing them that many points. So, and and also, I think the thing with is we don't know when he's coming back. Mm-hmm. And there's also 19 wrestlers of the 
60 who have never been selected in the draft before. Uh, nearly a third. This could be this could be one of the more interesting seasons we've probably ever done with some of these picks. But what I'm going to do now is I'm going to go a lot down the the order of people, and then I'm going to do mine at the end. Or uh, I'm going to ask everybody for a team name, and I'm going to ask you for who is your captain of your team. So Grant, we'll start with you. What is your team name, and who is your captain? The team name is going to be the Shadden Kicks. Alright. Good luck spelling that, Stephen. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, your captain? My captain. Captain or captain is Drew McIntyre. I had a feeling. Uh, I can't argue with that. I think as a captain, especially as he's the WWE champion, uh, Ross your captain and your team name please you know he's gone but not forgotten we had you know the memorial sweep in his name at Wrestlemania my team are going to be called the David Campbell Memorial 7 (laughs) and my captain is going to be Alistair Black David Campbell Memorial 7. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I love that name, Draco. But as for, as for Alistair Black, as a captain, as we said, he's lit one of the best, the best graphic last season, so on average. So him as a captain, I think he's only going to go up from here, so again, I'm a great captain pick. He's my pick for Money in the Bank. And I'm, can I just ask, Stephen? I've not I've not organised the points yet. I was about to say, is money in the bank not, you know, a title? You know what I mean? I know. I've not sorted it yet, we'll deal with it later. I mean you can sort it on air now, shite bag if you don't. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's here, you know what I mean? It's no as cl- oh well, oh we can't do it the new, you know, Jack is closest for later the season, go shag a duck. <laughs> <laughs> Terrific after as always there, Stephen, my friend. Thank you very much, thank you. <laughs> Classic Ross taking after his team. They're all shouting and they bite, man. Nothing. Absolutely <laughs> nothing behind that shouting there. Look, there'll be a statement released to you later. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, swiftly. Alan Lucas, your team name and your captain. Now, there is the option for people, if you've performed before, you can keep the same team name that you did uh, last season. Uh, no, I've changed my name to Goat. <laughs> oh, how, how original. <laughs> I'm only kidding, I love you, David. Um, and my captain, I'm going to go with left field here. I'm going to go Becky. Hmm. Becky will get appearance points and then match points. Interesting. Uh, That's my thinking. Ross is a big as he's done before, so I can't argue with that pick again. Uh, yeah. Yeah, are you going to keep the same team name or are you going with a different team? I'm changing my team name. As as we know, I I don't ever do walking away. So uh, my my team name is going to be liquidation relegation. Still the same fantasy team. <laughs> <laughs> now then, forever we are a people. <laughs> I'm out of here. Let's go, wow. United. Jack's still going strong. He's <laughs> still going strong. Plenty. 
a bit of a mouth. Must be a ginger bitch. <laughs> my my captain is going to be with money in the bank in mind. <laughs> Shayna Baszler. Again, can't argue with that. He was my captain last season, so uh, a strong pick. Especially if she is going to win money in the bank. On you know, Stephen. You're, I don't think you can go with the top 1% as the man who formerly had that name has recently been let go. Says who? Says who? I'm taking his name. I'm taking his place. I am the top 1%, especially because Campbell kept calling me team. It's my podcast last season on the show. <laughs> uh, Captain, I'm going to go Bailey. Uh, like I said, we talked about how good she was. He was the top female pick last season. So that's a good captain. Gary. I I am hopeful, but you know, no pressure. Are you going to keep the name Team Vistera this season? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> We've got to keep the legend's name alive. Mm-hmm. I agree. All right, I'm, I'm very happy to hear that. But your captains? I think I'm going to go with Seth Rollins. Ooh, good choice again. On average, one of the best. Draft performers, it's not the best draft performer we've had. So even with the possible loss to Drew, I can't argue with that as a captain. Uh David Hockney, you your last your last few team names have been determined on your people in your team, so I have a feeling it's not gonna be the same as last season. Uh yeah, I'm I'm literally just racking my brains trying to come up with a decent name, but I think one thing that's inspired me is that, you know, we're we're still living in quarantine, we're still living in lockdown. So my team is going to be the quarantine dream. That's a hundred times better than I thought you'd come up with, Dave. Yeah. And, and team D1 is age. <laughs> Although I still put down as Nat Queen Cole is still one of my personal favourites. But uh, I suppose it's a no-brainer with this one. My team captain is going to be the next NXT champion, the Velveteen Dream. All right. Uh, the person who is the team is named after is going to captain. That's hardly a surprise, but if he is going to be the NXT <laughs> champion, you can see that. Uh, Daniel Campbell, your team name, are you sticking with the Ely experience or...? Well, I'm, I'm, an, I'm an Isla guy, so I have to. I'm sticking with the Ely experience. Fair enough. And uh, I believe you may have been your captain last season. Are you going to keep that or...? Uh, I'm just slightly cringing over how Elik gets spelled there. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> Correct. It's a long day. Uh, <laughs> I'm sticking with Keith Lee. Uh, well, whoop, Keith whoop. Lee, the man of the hour, the king of the ring, intelligence and power. Uh, Ryan Geller, you are uh, one of the newer people to this uh, draft, so I'm very interested to hear what your team name is going to be. Yes, well, my team name, I've thought long and hard about it. I've researched numerous WWE Hall of Famers to try and get a, a good idea of a team name, so I'm going to go with this belter. I'm going to call my team the Boss Hackers. <laughs> 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 and uh, I'm very interested to see of your team of dark horses who your captain's going to be. Aye, I never, I never really thought about that. Um, so, how many points do you get for an appearance? How, how are we going for that then? 
You get one for an appearance on a TV show, and it's doubled if you've got a captain. Okay. Right, okay. I'm going to go for... Let's go for Bianca Belair for my captain. Um, I think the person will probably appear more often on the weekly TV out of anybody in your team, so it is a wise choice. I was torn between that and Brandy Rhodes, to be fair, but I know she won't perform, so that takes away a good amount of points that I can double. Um, with, with victories and stuff like that as well so I mean it would be a, an easy doubling of points but I could probably get more taking the risk on somebody else yeah, I can't really argue with that logic now moving on to my team now I am they are not going to be called the Glasgow Cali 44 as that team name is being retired now that I won season 4 I thought I need a new team name I was going to have a team name uh, to do with a pick that I was going to have the team that I didn't end up picking on because visa issues you can't get in the country that is pack but I my team name for season 5 is going to be because I want to win back to back seasons it's going to be team here we go two in a row that, was, yeah. <laughs> that is rotten <laughs> I like it I like it well done <laughs> no it's funny with that Ross came up with that that was all Ross. Yeah, no way Scott No way Scott came up with a name related to a football chant. No, absolutely not. <laughs> I don't act like you know what I didn't think come up with. Should have stuck to 44. Oh, uh, shut up. He's going for 55, mate. Leave him alone. Anyway, as for my captain, I think the best choice right now is Charlotte Flair. Yeah, that's a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. Boom. <clears throat> Well, it's tempting to go with Lance Archer now, and I, you always have a cap, one captaincy change. I could change it to Shelfer, but I thought, no, I mean, st- do the smart decision and start with Shelfer as my captain. So, there we go. There are all the teams, all the team names, and we now know everybody's captain going forward. Uh, as I said, season five begins this Monday with Raw. How is everybody feeling? What's the general feeling? Everybody feeling confident? Yep. No, I'm confident. Yeah, that's good. That's like what I like to hear. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, I like my team as outsiders. You know what I mean? Like, I, like, not as, you know, outside the box as Ryan's, but... Like, I outside the box of bread? I, <laughs> 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 I do agree with Ryan. Like, I will either finish dead or about at the top of the table or be right at the bottom. Like, there's no in-between. Yeah, I, that's kind of the thought I went with. Like, I'm looking at the people that I've got. Like, in this share, imagine them getting a few matches over the the next while, even up until a takeover. Bianca Belair's obviously just went up to Raw, so she'll get a, a slight push. Darby Allen, speak, speak for itself. Swerve Scott, he's in a tournament. Dexter Loomis, he just came back um, and kind of debuted again, almost with this kind of creepy character. So I can see that getting a good few victories and then obviously Brandy Rhodes is my, my outside choice because she'll be appearing quite often so aye I'm confident mm-hmm. uh, usually in these other than also you also want your own team to do well and to win but there's always a team outside of yours that you're always interested in and given that it's his first season looking at some of the people he's got Ryan's is one of the teams I'm more interested to see how this fares uh, I may team it <laughs> yeah, it but, pains me to say that Ross has got a, a good team now. He's actually picked this team uh, as opposed to the rigged raffle of last time. So that's, no, fucking get it. I'm, I'm a bit, I'm a bit concerned because I, I got almost all the picks that I wanted to get 
in this, which makes me worry why did other people not pick them? (laughs) (laughs) The the thing with the draft, it's honestly, you can never tell because there was a season I had Shane McMahon, Shinsuke Nakamura coming off, like not doing anything since his failed WWE title attempt, and Nikki Cross, who had lost every match she had and ended up finishing third. And then one season I get the Undisputed Era, who were the NXT Tag Champs, Kofi Kingston, who was the WWE Champ, and Johnny Gargano, who never lost, and finished seventh out of nine. So, like, it just, like, getting the good picks never guarantees, oh, I am going to win this. Oh, Russ, as much as I enjoy hearing about your past failures, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, as uh, the draft selection, like I said, some very interesting teams are more, some more outside the box picks than in previous seasons. Now, with next season, the draft officially starting, that also means that this show, Saturday Draft Live, will be returning uh, regularly after a brief one-week hiatus. Uh, well, thanks, Stephen, for stepping in for this one week, but as of next week, we will have a new, brand new confirmed co-host that will step in to the massive misshaping goat shoes left behind by David Campbell. Yes. Help me along. Filling that massive ego is proving difficult, but we will announce it very soon. Who is, who is taking place at the biggest ego in podcasting? Yeah, we hope to by next week's episode, the first official episode of season five next week. But if not, well, it will be very soon. But Stephen, uh, I thank you for stepping in as my co-host for this week. Thank you very much. And well, I thank everybody for taking the time to be here and make their draft picks. Uh, Ross, thank you. Uh, Graham Robbie. You're welcome. Good luck in this uh, first season. Uh, same goes to Ryan Gallagher. Cheers, mate. Uh, worst of luck to David Hockney. Thanking you, you prick. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, thank you to Alan Lucas. You're welcome. Jack Graham. Cheers, Shaga. <laughs> Daniel Campbell. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Gary Kevin. Thank you, guys. There's so many people in this again, recording, I can make sure I've got everybody. <laughs> but uh, that is everybody. I have been your regular host, Scott McLeod. Uh, we'll see you next week when Season 5 officially begins. I'm interested to see what the first uh, league, week league table looks like. Until then, we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. <laughs>